Sabrina Petrofessa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. And we are talking about my favorite movie of all time. Oh, I don't think it knew it was that high. Also, we are coming at you uh, Super Bowl Sunday, so please forgive any background noise. Yeah, we I, are. I told my roommates not to worry. Not to worry about recording times. It's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So we were like, hey, this episode's going to come out on Valentine's Day. Like, let's try mm-hmm. and do something like fun. Rom-com-y. But I think yeah. we've kind of like done all of the like sick ships that we could possibly do. Yeah. Um. So we were thinking of like, oh, rom-com. And then I was like, wait, no, let's talk about this. Because <laughs> I watched, I'd not heard of this movie. Um, so then we watched it, and I was like, this is not a rom com. No, it's not a rom com. It's not a rom com. <laughs> but it's a wonderful love story. It is a love story. And I think because it's like very like fantasy, I was like, mm-hmm. it counts. It counts as like being nerdy. Okay, um, yeah. And I, I just thought that it really worked. And it's, it's mm-hmm. not a rom com at all. But, no. but. Um, I, Lily is gonna go through the cast, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm just gonna do it right now because of how insane it is. Okay. We've got a young Ben Barnes, a young Charlie Cox, a young Henry Cavill, we've got, um, Claire Danes, um, we've got Michelle Pfeiffer, Ian McKellen is the narrator. Like, wh- what? <laughs> <laughs> this cast is insane like yeah. randomly um uh robert de niro is in this movie like mm-hmm. ricky gervais is in this movie this movie is star freaking studded yeah um so only thing you haven't said is it came out in 2007 directed by matthew vaughn writing credits to jane goldman matthew vaughn the novel was written by neil gaiman um i think you mentioned also the only thing i haven't mentioned yet is that this movie is called stardust Oh, yeah. This movie is called Stardust, um, and it's incredible. I love it so much. Uno, you might have said Uno is Kate McGowan, Ditchwater Sal's no. Melanie Hill. I didn't say those names, no. Victoria Sienna Miller. I'm just going through all the name, like named characters. That's pretty much everybody. Um, Septimus is Mark Strong. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, apologies to anyone we skipped, but we'll go with that. Yeah. There we go. Um, no, so this is genuinely, genuinely, I cannot even, like, Lily, if you tell me you don't like this movie, I'm going to be, like, <laughs> this is going to be a red flag against you. I'm sorry. That's fair. I, I did like the movie. Okay. I did like the movie. It was not what I was expecting because I was expecting a rom-com, but I do remember you telling me it's, like, an updated um princess bride like it has those same um fantasy feeling i called um, it the millennial princess bride that's what you called it yeah so at least i knew when going into that i was like oh so it's gonna be fantasy based and i saw the movie poster and i was like oh yeah. um and then i went with it it was great i had a I had a great time do you i did so just because i haven't heard this movie doesn't mean anything was it a bigger splash in 2007 no i think that i so I didn't watch it in 2007. I watched okay. it, I think, like, when I was in high school mm-hmm. um, for the first time. Because I'd seen, much like most of the things that I watched in high school, um, I'd seen a gift set of it on in, on Tumblr. And I was like, ooh, mm. interesting. Piqued my interest. Um, right. And was this... Bef- uh, this is clearly before Daredevil. Yeah, it was, was this, So this Daredevil. was your first time seeing Charlie Cox. Yeah, and I didn't know who he was. Right. <laughs> like, I had never seen him in anything before. Um, 
mostly I was just like, damn, like Robert De Niro playing a gay pirate. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's incredible. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I watched the movie like in high school or something. Um, I, I, but I know that it's not like a wildly popular movie. It is like a niche mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is insane to me because it is so good. <laughs> It was. It was really good. But I can, there are certain things about it that I think I could see why it was so niche. Because, like, in 2007, I don't, not that I, like, really remember the media landscape, but, like, a, a one-off. Really fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one-off book adaptation, fantasy, not from, you know, name brand studio or anything like that. So, like, I can see why it was one of those that, like, this is a, a family movie or like you you see it to out with friends or something like that but it wasn't trying like the that the Matt Damon quote it wasn't trying to like be a big thing it was going to like make its returns on DVD sales and on TV yeah. and stuff like that which is again also insane considering like how freaking star-studded this cast is mhm mhm it's insane to me like how niche it is like Obviously, like, the Charlie Cox and the Henry Cavill of it all is, like, they weren't big, big names. Yeah, that was before we knew. Yeah. I mean, tech... Not technically. I know that Henry Cavill was on um, Stephanie Meyer's shortlist to play Edward Cullen. Oh, fascinating. So I feel like he probably was, like, a slightly bigger name, but, like... Huh. Not, like you know, household name. Right, right. And also his role in this was fairly small. Very small. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, everybody else is, like, such a huge... Like, Michelle freaking Pfeiffer is the <laughs> villain of this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm... And Robert De Niro is billed very highly on this as well, mm-hmm, um, considering mm-hmm. he has, like, a mostly smaller role. Right. Um, I didn't name Mark Strong initially because I like forget that he's a big name because i don't really care about him um but mark strong is a big name too as like one of the villains yeah i'm also now i'm trying to think of where i know that name from i'm gonna i have a hunch please hold i have a feeling i know where i know him from and i'm going to be embarrassed sorry i have to i thought nope there it is okay (laughs) the way i know this actor is because he was in the rdj sherlock holmes he was Lord Blackwood. Yep. Yes, he was. Yes, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was. Okay. But um, he's, like, done a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, just by glancing at his IMDb, he's well known. Yeah. Um, and he also plays a fantastic Septimus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this this movie is based off of a Neil Gaiman book, and I was telling Lily before we started that, like, every single time I read a Neil Gaiman book... I will read it and then immediately be like, I have no idea what just happened in that book. <laughs> There's something about the way that he writes that just mm-hmm. doesn't stick in my brain ever. And mm-hmm. I've read at least three Neil Gaiman books. Right. So it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> because right. his books are always inter- I love the things that his books are based off of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or not, not, no, I love the, yes, I love the things that are based off of his books. Right. That's, that was the sentence I wanted to say. I love the things Mm -hmm, that are based mm -hmm. off of his books, but every time I read his books, I'm like, I have no idea what just happened in that last chapter. 
and I just keep going. Right. Because right, I'm like, right. I can't, I'm, can't, oh, I'm not rereading a whole chapter. Um, <laughs> so it just, I don't know, it doesn't stick in my brain the way that it should. And I know mm. that the book is pretty different. For, like, I remember all, I, one of the things I do remember while reading the book is being like, when is this going to happen? And then it didn't mm-hmm. happen. And I was like, when is it going to happen? And then it didn't happen. Like, Captain Shakespeare is not in the book. Oh, really? Captain Shakespeare is, added the, is one of the best characters. He's not in the book. Interesting. I wonder why they added him in. I have no and idea. And, like, what, which came first, the Robert De Niro or the role? Well, there is, like, an, I, it's really hard to, like, remember details, but, like, there is a, like, ship that catches lightning. Like, that's mm-hmm, a real mm-hmm. thing in the book, so I think they just were fleshing that bit out. Oh, that makes um, sense. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just kept waiting for it to, like, match up, and it didn't, and I... Mm. Um. Once again, it faced with that like, wow, like the movie is better kind of situation. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think that I think the movie is better. Also, like adaptations are amazing because when they do make specific changes, it like really enhances the stories. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So basically, ten minutes in, let's talk about what the movie's about. Right. Um So the movie is about a, a boy named Tristan Thorne. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is it's a romance and a coming of age kind of mm-hmm. because like. He's going from boy to man. Um, he's got the best glow up of all time <laughs> in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I, it's one of the better, like, glow ups, like, makeover movies that I feel like have existed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it, and he is madly in love with some girl mm-hmm. in his town called mm-hmm. Victoria. Yep. Victoria, however, is planning to get engaged to Humphrey who is um, Henry Cavill. Yeah. And also Victoria sucks. Victoria sucks. Yeah. Immediately Humphrey is also her. just pompous. He doesn't have enough character to really like have strong opinions. Uh, Victoria sucks. sucks. Yeah, he does. Um, Victoria sucks. Like the first thing that we see of her, um, Tristan tries to like go to her, her window and does like mm-hmm. throws pebbles and she opens and is like, um, it's him. It's him. And it's not, it's not Humphrey. It's, it's Tristan. It's Tristan. Um, and Tristan is Charlie Cox. Um, mm-hmm. And immediately, like, he's trying to be like, I'm just here, like, here are flower. Like, I want to mm-hmm. woo you. Like, ah, uh, I love mm-hmm. you. Um, and she's just like, ugh, Tristan, ew. Like, right. Liter- like, ew. Um, and then the next time we see her, he's at his job. Mm-hmm. And this is like an old timey thing. So like he's like a shop boy, who, mm-hmm. well, he's a boy who works in a shop. He's not a shop boy. This is a very <laughs> specific thing that happens in the in the movie. He's a boy who works in a shop, mm-hmm. um, and like that's like when people used to go and line up and tell them like this is what I'm this is what I need, mm-hmm. and like the person behind the counter would go and get all of their the things that they needed and like that that kind of situation. Yeah, she, magical medieval. It's definitely pre car. Yeah. But it's not medieval. Yeah. Is what I would say. Okay. You know, whatever that weird enchanted time is. The thing is is that it is like kind of a time. The way that it's costumed Mm -hmm. is not set to any specific time period. Yeah. It is kind of like, it's old, but like a timeless old. Mm -hmm. Where you clock it as old. Like this is clearly not modern time. But it's not, like, any given specific time period, is what I would mm-hmm. say. Okay. Um, and I think that's, like, what adds to the charm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she, in, in Tristan's effort to win Victoria's heart, he woos her to like a picnic with champagne. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he's at the shop. He's at the shop. And then this is the next time we see Victoria. And she cuts the line and is like, this is what I need. And Tristan is like head over heels and is like, let me go get that immediately. And then she's Mm -hmm. like, well, like he's asking her out on a date. And Mm -hmm. she's like, no, but you can't walk me home, basically Mm -hmm. to carry her groceries home for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And because he does that, he loses his job. So because of her, he loses his job. Mm -hmm. Which terrible terrible right um i hate her and he this is not a good move she she says no i don't want to go on a date with you and he is like "Mm, bet and (laughs) still like convinces her to go out on a date with him um Mm -hmm. and in that date like he's we really see tristan's um his aspirations Mm -hmm. that he this is where he first says like no, I'm not a shop boy. I'm a, I was a boy who worked in a shop. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is not where I want to be. I want to go and be something see the bigger. World. I want to see the world. I, I, I don't want to just go to, like, Ipswich. I want to go to London. I want to go to France. Mm-hmm. I want to go I want to go all over the world. Um, and Victoria is genuinely charmed by this. Mm-hmm. Because, like, nobody has spoken to her in this way before. Like, Humphrey is, humf- like, Humphrey is, like like a big imposing guy and he he's also very handsome he's very, he's very like, wealthy he's henry cavill you know um i don't like him but people do um mm-hmm. and it's very like it's social status like he's got big he has a lot of social status he knows how to sword fight he's like very like he's rich like he can Mm -hmm. provide for her in a way that like tristan would not be able to as someone who was not rich Mm -hmm. um but like his words are kind of pulling her in his direction Mm -hmm. um but ultimately she's like well humphrey's like going to ipswich to buy me a a ring like Mm -hmm. we're gonna get engaged we're gonna get married Mm -hmm. um and in this moment they see a falling star Mm-hmm. And Tristan promises her, I'm going to get that star. I'm going to cross mm-hmm. the wall and I'm going to get that star for you. And what Sabrina has failed to mention is the fantastical magical element of their town wall, yes. their village. Uh, the story opens is there's this wall. It divides town. Um, and so Tristan's dad, as a young lad, was like, well, I want to go over there. And he has to, there's a guard in this little hole in the wall. He gets by him. He ends up in the fantastical village, mm-hmm. uh, meets a wonderful and charming woman. Uh, they sleep together. And nine months later, Baby, Tristan. Tristan. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, that was young Ben Barnes. I think it's funny that I feel like Ben Barnes often plays the younger version of people. And mm. then is immediately recast with, like, an old person. Mm. Um, I think it's happened at least twice to him. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's funny that it yeah. happens to him. Um, but, yeah, uh, considering, also considering because they don't recast the mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, sure, magic. She stayed that way forever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just think that's funny. She never aged. Um Oh, and the reason the star is falling is because the king of Stormhold? No. Stormhold. Stormhold? Okay. 
I watched this movie like half an hour ago and I don't know why I had to falter, but the king died and he, his sons are fighting to the death for the throne. And he's like, only the, the last mating male heir, um, is the king. And it's so chosen by his necklace, ruby necklace, and he yeets it into space so hard that it knocks a star down. Yeah. Which like uh, sets off like Tristan's whole thing, um, Mm -hmm. on going to wall. Uh, leaving wall, leaving wall. Sorry, yes, going to Stormhold, <laughs> leaving wall. Um, yeah, I did miss all of that stuff because I'm just like Tristan's mm-hmm. the most important part. Like, <laughs> I love him. The, Charlie uh, Cox just wanders away from town. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's we as the audience at this point know that Tristan is. Because we find out about um, that when when Una and Tristan's dad sleep together, she says, I'm a stolen princess, like forced to be a slave girl for this evil witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the deathbed of the king, also like worst king ever, worst father ever. Yeah, I know. Naming his children one through one seven. Through seven. Yeah. And like the same with his daughter. Mhm. Uh I th- I think like the number one son is called like Primus. And, Primus or something. And then her yeah. the number one do- the only daughter is Una. Una. <laughs> Literally named them one. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all had tattoos yeah, on their numbers but, too. But the king on his deathbed says like Una, like where's your sister? Where is Una? Um, and they say, we haven't seen her in years. And it's like, oh, okay. So that was, she was telling the truth. Like she really was the, the like a princess. She's gone. Yeah. Um, so we're aware that like Tristan is part of this family, but like mm. he doesn't know that. Oh, I forgot she said that. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I didn't, I figured it out before the reveal, obviously, but honestly, when the king was like, he just like missing child none of you, you guys will have to fight for it. I was like, ah, oh, it's Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> the story's gonna end with Tristan on the throne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, we as the audience like know, like... a good fairy tale. We as the audience know that, like, he's... The, yeah. he's, in the, he's in the royal yeah. family. Um, and... And it's, like... Interesting to have all of these different, like, webs happening, because... Tristan is is, like, on his journey to get the star to bring back to Victoria to prove his love to her. Mm-hmm. The witch, Michelle Pfeiffer, and her two sisters are trying to get the star because a star can grant, like, immortality, basically. The heart. The heart of a star can grant immortality. Um, if you mm-hmm. eat it, I guess. And the, the, the boys, Septimus and, like, Tertius and another one... Um, yeah. I can never remember the other, like, numbers who are still alive. Mm-hmm. But... Septimus is the only one that yeah, matters. Septimus is the only one that matters. Um, and they're all trying to get the the necklace, the ruby. Mm-hmm. And since it knocked Yvaine, the star, out of the sky, she's been wearing it. Yeah. So they're all after the same person mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just so cleverly done. 
Yeah, absolutely. I th- like, and the only one you know who isn't out to hurt Yvain legitimately is Tristan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just think, like, genuinely, this is, like, one of the sweetest love stories. Mm-hmm. And it very much, like, is giving... Not like enemies to lovers, but kind of enemies <laughs> to lovers, because it's immediately like, I hate you, you're kidnapping me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to give me to some girl. Just to give me away. Mm-hmm. And he is like, yeah, no, this is like very romantic. I didn't expect you to be a woman, but like, you're still just a star. Right. Yeah. Because he is actually, he's handling a lot of the fantasy quite well. Oh, yeah. He's like really <laughs> rolling with the punches. He had to, he found out his his dad he was born of a one night stand with a witch's uh slave girl and then he gets teleported via magic candle into candle. into said magic world. Yeah. He's he's really taking it well. well Cuz when Tristan tries to cross into wall the the guy The old man beats him up. The old man is like, Mm-mm, "I'm not playing this again." <laughs> that's when that's when Tristan's like again <laughs> yeah and goes to his dad and his dad finally reveals the truth because Tristan never knew any of this he gets mm-hmm. the Babylon candle lights it and is thinking of his mom and then thinks of Victoria and ends up in the crater that Yvain was in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which it worked and yeah it's just it's such a I think that this movie is so tight it, yeah, for as many webs and plots are going on, you keep track of all of them. The cuts in between each character, like when it goes from the prince to Tristan to um, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, you're you're with it the whole time. This movie is two hours long. Mm-hmm. It does not feel like it. Mm-hmm. Because you're so invested, like, immediately. In mm-hmm. everything that's happening. You're so invested in these characters. They set everyone up so well that you're immediately mm-hmm. charmed by everyone yeah. or invested in what's happening. And yeah, all the, the race. And of, of course, there is, like, Tristan has his own uh, pers- like personal deadline. Yeah. Of he has to get the star. He has to get Evane back to victoria by victoria's birthday so like it's seven days the whole movie has to take place in seven days and evane just wants to go home like she's basically like Mm -hmm. fine i will go to victoria with you Mm -hmm. um because tristan still has some of the babylon candle at this point Mm -hmm. to get her home to like go Mm -hmm. back into the skies to the heavens yeah (laughs) yeah uh and shine from the skies and so she's like, fine, whatever. Like, you're not in the business to kill me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'll, fine. I'll come with you. Like, she's still very, like, reticent. Right. But this is her best this option. This is her best at option. This is, like, her option to go home. So fine. Um, And the, the like, the movie kind of really starts picking up in, like, I guess, action when mm-hmm. Tristan leaves her chained to a tree. The mm-hmm. unicorn comes because the heavens, the other stars mm-hmm. in the sky were like, hey, we see that this witch is trying to get our sister mm-hmm. um, and she's a sitting duck. So unicorn, go save her. Um, mm-hmm. When Tristan comes back, because she's like, it's I what I love about this movie is like the, the bits of dialogue and like the character moments because yeah. they're walking in 
like mid in the daytime and Evane is just like come on Christian like she's dying in the middle of the day I'm never up this late and mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know something about that is so charming yeah it's so charming because their story just starts off so contentious and then when we get to the part where she's in danger because the mm-hmm. witch has set a trap for her in a, in like an inn um, mm-hmm. because after she gets freed by the unicorn she starts walking she's at mm-hmm. the in, at this inn and the the thing is is like the heart is more powerful if the star is happy yeah and like it'll last longer if the star is happy when you cut it out um mm-hmm. so like she's so michelle pfeiffer who's the witch i never remember her name i just am like michelle pfeiffer um mm-hmm. is doing her best to make her to happy. wine and dine to wine her. and dine mm-hmm. her get her in a place where she's glowing and then mm-hmm. cut her heart out and bring it to her right. sisters mm-hmm. um tristan has gotten a message from the stars to be like save our sister mm-hmm. so he goes and this is i think like the beginning of the change of their relationship to mm-hmm. Tristan to Evane trusting Tristan with her life mm-hmm. because yeah. he saves her in this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um the witch is has killed uh Tertius, I think it is. Um one of the sons. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh just not Septimus. Kills yeah. him and goes after Evane and the whole inn just starts is on fire. And she's like yeah. I don't care if uh, you're not happy anymore. Any heart I just need your, is better than I just no need heart. Dead. So, mm-hmm. bye-bye. And, like, tries to kill mm-hmm. her. But Tristan, smart thinking, still has part of his Babylon candle, lights it, tells Evane, oh. think of home <laughs> like an idiot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. At, like, the ensuing argument what? after this is hilarious to me. Uh, I know. They end up, Tristan is so dumb. They end up in the skies, but like not far mm-hmm. enough to Evane's like home to like be in the skies, mm-hmm. uh, and not not at Wall because Tristan is thinking of Wall, and mm-hmm. she's thinking of her home. So they end up mm-hmm. in the middle, and this is end up on a cloud. Yeah, in the clouds. Uh, and they're arguing, being like, where are we? What? Well, why would you, like, Tristan's like, why would you think of your home? And it's like, why wouldn't you <laughs> just said think of home? So I thought of home. Um, which is hilarious to me. And then mm-hmm. this is where Captain Shakespeare's ship, pirate ship, finds them. Mm-hmm. They get abducted. And immediately mm-hmm. they're like, oh, no, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And like, how are we going to get out of this? Yeah, they get to talk. They talk finally. They do talk. They have heart to heart. Nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this is the scene where she says, like, I, I don't know a lot about love, but like, it's not a transactional mm-hmm. thing. You right. can't buy someone's love. It's something that's given freely. Um, yeah. She also thanks him. This is when she finally like admits that she like she trusts yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Ken, he just saved her. Now they're mm-hmm. on a pirate ship, but these pirates don't know she's a star, so they have no reason to come right. for that, at right. least. Um, right. But it turns out Captain Shakespeare is amazing and just likes to put <laughs> on a show of killing people and doesn't actually kill mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. And gives Tristan the best makeover ever. 
immaculate, immaculate incredible vibes when he has that <laughs> long wig on it's hilarious mm-hmm. to me yeah um also like i don't know i think it's hilarious that we're just like yeah magic like in three days someone grew his hair out like that um and he like oh i thought i mean obviously i knew it was i thought he was magic because when as captain shakespeare's combing his it hair it's getting longer <laughs> no i no it is it is genuinely magic i just think it's like oh, okay great like we're in this right. magic realm and yeah like his hair will be longer here we go mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. great if we're in a magic realm we're gonna give him the best look possible and if that includes long hair it's gonna be long hair mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and this this is like the the scene where they're tied up is where we get the solidification or the beginning of the solidification of their relationship. Mm-hmm. But the montage that happens on the ship. I loved their pirate montage. That was delightful. It feels like they were on that ship for three weeks. I know. For three weeks. It was like two days. It was like maybe a day. Um, or maybe two days. I don't know. It was not... It was not long. It was not long, <laughs> considering there's a week deadline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and in this time, Tristan gets more confident. He learns how to sword mm-hmm. fight. He has like a, it's not a broad sword, but it's a sword and it's thick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like a cutlass, but not like a curved one, just like a... Mm-hmm. Just, just a straight, straight, good old-fashioned yes. sword. Um, but I feel the need to describe it because Humphreys is like a thin little, like... It's a fencing it's sword. It's a fencing sword. And he uses it to intimidate. And it's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> um, and there is a great scene. This is, it's so good. Um, they're dancing. At, and it's like towards the end of their time on the ship. They're dancing. And Captain Shakespeare is speaking with Yvain. Um, mm-hmm. And is kind of like, I see, like, I know what you are. I figured this I out. I figured this out very quickly. Um, <laughs> you need to be better at hiding your emotions because I can tell that you have big old <laughs> hard eyes for that man over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's and she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're properly glowing. And she's like, yeah, well, <laughs> what are stars best at? Um, mm-hmm. And he, he says something and, she, and she's like, whatever. Um and it's just so sweet because then, like, she goes to dance with Tristan and they have a beautiful little moment. And it, like, mm-hmm. really reminds me of Anastasia. Oh, uh, it, yeah. Like, the thing that, watching it this time around, the thing that came into my mind was, like, one of the songs from Anastasia that's, like, I never should have let them dance. Because um, if they <laughs> hadn't danced, they wouldn't have fallen in love. In Anastasia, mm-hmm. at least. So, like, it was one of, like, I had that little connection in my head. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, like, they get dropped off, and mm-hmm. they're on their merry way, and mm-hmm. the, they, f- what, what's her, dishwater sal or something like that? Um, yeah, yeah. They find her, and previous in the movie, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer had a conversation with her had a meal with her Mm -hmm. and she tried to like slip her truth potion and and said like oh i'm in like i'm looking for a star and Mm -hmm. this is also Mm -hmm. when we like really really realize in this first scene uh with the two of them together that like oh she is bad news 
because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when she like reveals herself to Sal, Mm -hmm. she's terrified. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to do anything with the star. The star is yours. It's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. We also, yeah, like she's a big deal in the witch community. Uh, Like everyone knows. Everyone knows knows her and her sisters, I guess. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And like is immediately like, I'm so sorry. But Michelle Pfeiffer like curses her basically and says, oh, I know you're not going to mm-hmm. touch my star because you're not going to be able to see her, like smell her, touch her, mm-hmm. anything. You will you not can't even be able to perceive all. her. Um, mm-hmm. So what, like when we see her again in this scene, Yvain uh, is like, oh, like I saw Captain Shakespeare like talking to her, like she's a friend, like maybe right. she'll give us a ride into town. Um, mm-hmm. And like she manages that, and or <laughs> she tricks them. Like he, she gives them safe passage, but she yes. tricks them. Yeah, so they manage a ride with him, uh, with her, and she turns Tristan into a mouse, mm-hmm. a mouse. Uh, also, this is um, Una's captor. Yes. So little bluebird Una sees her son and like. Put and together. she knows it's her son because he's wearing the snowdrop that she gave his father when they met. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We find out it's a good luck charm. Like, it's a magical one. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, a flirty line. It's been keeping him safe from witch curses. Yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> um, but the second she, he takes that thing off and gives it back, he gets turned <laughs> into a mouse. Um, turned into a mouse. For the entire journey. And yep. Yvain is, like, trying to, like, hit her, like, get her to turn um, mm-hmm. him back. But, like, she can't touch her either. Um, mm-hmm. And she says, like, listen, for some reason, I can't touch you. And I think you can't see me or hear me either. So, like, calls her, like, an ugly cow or something. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and just so you know, if I don't get my Tristan returned to me, I'm going to haunt <laughs> you for the rest of your days. Um, which, again, girl, delightful. You're in love with that man. Charming. Uh, and then we immediately get confirmation that she's in love with that man because while he's a mouse, she confesses to him. <laughs> okay, when you watch this... Did you, like, I mean, it's obvious. It's not like they're trying to really pull something over on you. Did you believe that he understood everything she was saying? <laughs> I mean, I cannot tell you what I thought about that scene from the fir- first time I saw it. That's fair. Um, because, uh, like, she's talking to him and she's like, Tristan, if you understand me, like, look at me. And he does, but she thinks that the mouse is looking at cheese because yeah. it's over her shoulder. <laughs> And that's why she starts talking to him the way she does. But, like, I don't know. I think there's just something wholesome enough and, like, familiar enough with the fairy tale of the story. You're like, that mouse knows everything you're saying. I think, (laughs) like, there are clues that just because you're turned into an animal doesn't mean you're not aware. Because we see Una as a bird, like, perk up at Tristan. Right. That's Um, true. So even if, like you're not consciously making that note. Mm-hmm. We are seeing it previously. Right. Um, right. So when they get to the village, immediately Tristan is like trying to fight the witch, <laughs> um, but he collapses because he just got turned back. <laughs> he into just got unmagicked. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 
he they end up in an inn and mm-hmm. a, a real, real one, one a safe a real one. one and he's like hey so did you know so if we, were you were you were you for real about that <laughs> do you mean do you that mean <laughs> do you mean it which geez charlie cox he's so charming and handsome i swoon he kissed swoons. her forehead at once he kissed her forehead at one point and like smiled and like damn that Charlie Cox smile. He's good. He's what good. What I will say is that it's funny to go back and watch something that he's in pre Daredevil because mm-hmm. I think that ge- that man genuinely does not know how to hold eye contact anymore. <laughs> I'm not right. even kidding because he spent so long in a very serious role where he didn't do it he couldn't do it where he was like purposefully looking to the side of people or like not yeah. directly at them um, so it's kind of interesting to see him in a role where like he can look at them and he's supposed right. to be um, mm-hmm. it just reminds me of the story that he told where he, where he was like yeah I bombed an audition because I went in <laughs> And I forgot to look everybody in the eye and it freaked everyone out. Because right, he was right. so used to being Daredevil and he forgot. Yeah, yeah. He forgot he was supposed to, like, that he could see when he was acting in roles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, so I always thought that, I like, whenever I watch it again, I always, like, think about that. Uh, mm-hmm. And how Daredevil, like, intrinsically changed him as a person. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which I just think is funny. Uh, No, he's so, he's so charming. He's so sweet. He admits that he loves her too. Um, He figured out what true love actually means. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's just so, they they sleep together. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the next morning, it's the deadline. And he wakes up really, really early. Tristan makes the most fatal plot mistake I've ever seen in my life. Like, I understand why this needed to happen for the story. I was so mad that this is how, yeah. that this is what happened. No, it's literally. <laughs> idiot, idiot boy. He wakes up and immediately you're like, oh no, because he has a, he has like a knife. And you're like, he's not. Yeah. Like, you're like, what are you planning to do with that? Like, like, clearly you're not going to hurt it's her. It's very like, did happening? I misread this entire movie? Like the first time you watch, you're like, did I misread this entire movie? I thought he was going to cut off her necklace. No, he, well, he cuts a piece of her hair to take over the wall. He Mm -hmm. is looking for a piece of paper to leave a note for her, but instead gets like the innkeeper and leaves the drunken half asleep. Leaves a message with the innkeeper. Um, Mm -hmm. And then goes like, goes home because he's going to give, Victoria the hair and say like hey like I'm sorry I'm not in love with you anymore I found true love yeah um you ain't it you were never it you were never it I found true love like bah. and honestly okay so this mm-hmm. is actually it's not my favorite scene in the movie but it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie because like mm-hmm. he goes to her she kisses him and he's like mm. she tries or, to yeah she tries to. he doesn't he does she, she doesn't land it um because she opens the door and she sees Tristan's glow yeah. up as the man he's become. Um, but, like, literally, she's so excited about getting, like, the little piece of the star. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, like, I'll be with you. And he leans mm-hmm. in and is like, you know what you really want, Victoria? 
to grow up and get over yourself. <gasps> yeah. I love that man. He also drops her in the dirt. He, he dips her down to kiss her, and then he drops he her. That's great. <laughs> and Humphrey comes up at this and is like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to fight Tristan Thorne? Mm-hmm. And he, like, takes out his little stupid stick. And Tristan is like, oh, bet. And takes out his yeah. massive sword. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts swinging it around. And Humphrey's like, nope. Oh, he's like, oh, no, like, you know how to use... Uh, never mind. Bye. Mm, yeah, fine. never mind. Mm-mm. And Tristan's like, I don't even want her. Like, meh. Yeah. This is when Victoria opens the napkin and sees that it's just dust. And Tristan's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he realizes... That if... The magic stops If she crosses the wall, the wall she's dead. She becomes mm-hmm. a rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's running back to the wall, and in in the meantime, Evane has woken up, gone downstairs, mm-hmm. and been like, "Hey, where's my friend, the innkeeper?" I genuinely do think that the innkeeper told her word for word what Tristan said, because <laughs> the way it's phrased, like I think Tristan said that, it's just the delivery mm-hmm. was wrong. Tristan <laughs> says, "Tell her." That I've gone to Victoria to tell her that I found my true love. Right. And that is literally that he's going to go to Victoria and say, I, I found my, it's not you. I found my love. Mm-hmm. Right. But obviously but in the, the innkeeper, the innkeeper says it in like a, like, I don't know, blase way. Also, mm-hmm. Evane woke up alone. Mm-hmm. So like, it's completely understandable that she hears that and immediately thinks, oh, like, he loves Vic- like that. He's left. Like, he betrayed yeah. me. Like, he used mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so she's, like, trying to walk to the wall. Um, Una mm-hmm. sees this happening, kidnaps her kidnapper <laughs> to go save Evane. Um, at, the, at the same time, the witch is after her because she knows, right. she's, like, communed with her sisters and they've told her like oh she's about to cross the where wall. she is and if we if she crosses mm-hmm. the wall, we lose her forever yeah. um so all of three people are running towards the wall for this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and septimus is also on his way at this point he's the last one he just needs that necklace yeah he does not care at all about this uh about well, no he does at this point he knows that it's a she's a star um, mm-hmm. And he realizes, oh, if I have that star's heart, then I get to be king forever. Oh, right. I mean, so yeah. he's also now after both the necklace and her heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, Tristan's up against a lot in this. Um, <laughs> but it all converges on the witch's house. Septimus is there. Tristan is th- like, yeah, there. Una is there. Um all three of the witches there's a massive fight i like mm-hmm. i hate una's the captor una's uh dishwater dishwater ditwater whatever water sal died so yeah. una is free Una's um so now that's how they're all translated to the house she's sticking with evane to keep yes. her safe um because she knows that's tristan's love um mm-hmm. uh ditch water i think maybe it is ditch water not ditch i think water. so yeah um i don't care I'm not good at the names, quite frankly. 
uh, this is my favorite movie, but I'm not good at the names. Um, <laughs> outside of like, you know, the mains. But I hate, I hate like doing this, but there's a lot of action. It's very like fun, like fantasy action. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain it. Like, I'm not going to go through it. End of the day. Yeah, it's a really good, like, hero has to go through multiple trials yes. fight. But, like, explaining it would just kind of, it would just be us giving a play-by-play. It's a fun, it's a really good final it's fight. It's a really good final fight. They use the dead body of Septimus at some point. Like, oh, yeah. they're puppeting his dead body. We didn't even mention the ghost chorus. That's the just a fun little add-on. That's so hilarious. fun. Uh, so all all of the brothers, all of the prince brothers, the one through seven brothers, um, they their ghosts are around to just watch the fight for the throne, and they're only released once it's been yeah, once, once the someone has, necklace has acknowledged yeah. the heir. Um, so you just get to see them just like around sometimes. Yeah. It's really funny, and they're all like mutilated for the ways that they yeah. died. And one of them died <laughs> naked, so they're just naked the entire time. Yeah, one of them got pushed <laughs> out the window, so they've got like a. So his face is smushed. <laughs> um, it's it's really funny. Like it's such an interesting way to include all of them, um, mm-hmm. and it's really a truly it's a delight. It's so delightful. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're at the final fight. Uh, the other two sisters have died. Mm-hmm. Septimus is dead. Mm-hmm. And the Michelle Pfeiffer is like still trying to get to mm-hmm. Evane. Tristan gets to Michelle Pfeiffer, like, saves Evane. And then there's a moment mm-hmm. where Michelle Pfeiffer looks around, sees her dead sisters, and starts, like, crying, like, oh, my sisters are dead! Oh, no! Um, and I think I brought this up, this scene up, when we were talking about Hocus Pocus. Oh. Because it was very similar vibes, like, in, Ho- in Hocus Pocus 2. Right. Um, Winifred, like, is like, without my sisters, I am nothing. Um, mm-hmm. and, like, she, she genuinely chooses death. But I have always right. thought of Winifred and Michelle Pfeiffer in Stardust as, like, very similar mm-hmm. creatures. In that, like, right. they have sisters, the sisters are mostly helpful and not really a nuisance, so they stay. But doesn't care about mm-hmm. them, really. Right, And that's right. the route that Michelle Pfeiffer goes in this one. Mm-hmm. Of no, it's a fake out. I'm gonna act like mm-hmm. she wants to give. She wants to give uh, even hope, so that way her heart is a little it's bit not less sad. Heartbroken, because she says a yeah. heart like a star with a with a broken heart is nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. that you're with her, and mm-hmm. she knows that she has your love, like I, right, her heart. This yeah, is prime picking. Prime picking. <laughs> um. And the bit has the bit that has been laid down a few times during the movie of Evane mm-hmm. asking, "What do stars do?" What does a star do? And nobody do? giving her like a like a accurate answer. They're always making like a mm-hmm. jokey answer. Yeah, she finally says like they shine, and mm-hmm. Tristan closes his eyes. She shines as brightly as she possibly can. Mm-hmm. And kills Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, which I did not see that coming, and I was it's like, the "Oh, power of true okay." Love, Lily, I should I I mean I should have seen that one coming, um, but I didn't I didn't think that she was gonna have her own little um, like starburst moment, and I was like, "Oh, good for I her. Think, That's really sweet." I think ultimately, what is so good about this movie is that it's 
got a very simple moral of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you're a good person and you're trying to do good things um, and and your heart is in the right place, Mm -hmm. then good things will happen to you. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Because Tristan is not out for the throne. Like his Mm -hmm. driving force this entire movie is trying to make someone else happy and trying to find love. Yeah. So when he realizes that the person his affections were going to weren't weren't worthy of his love, like, mm-hmm. and that the person he'd been with this entire time was, a- like, actually someone who loved him and he mm-hmm. loved in return, like, that was worth everything. Um, right. And I think that's, like, a really, like, beautiful story to tell. And I think, like, yeah. rag on the predictability of that being like, oh, love and friendship answers all, right? <laughs> but I think when mm-hmm. that moral is being told in kind of this way, it mm-hmm. still is so, like, charmingly innocent and beautiful. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's so good. Because um, mm-hmm. there is something simple about, about it of, like, I don't know, maybe it is who knows some of the nostalgia of like these are the stories you've always been told and like that's always a moral like it's safe to come back to but i think it is also true of like radical love exists and like love can transform a person yeah it's that is what they've they've found and there's also like again the fairy tale feeling fantasy of all the movie you know like i'm not mad that that's how the end this ended it felt it felt right it made sense um and it was, you want Tristan and Yvain to get yeah. together. You want them to be it's happy. Just, and then we get into the real fairy tale ending which, of, the, of the thing, which again, I'm not mad about it. It was I great. I loved the ending because <laughs> honestly, like, I think when I first watched it, I didn't, I didn't expect it. Like, I expected mm-hmm. Tristan to become king. Yvain was her, was his mm-hmm. queen, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't expect the line um, that, well, all men must die, or whatever, not like, everyone dies mm-hmm. eventually, except right. those who hold the heart of a star, and Yvain had given Tristan hers a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So they were staying young and powerful <laughs> on that throne <laughs> until... Their grandkids it was time. were like yeah. adults, it felt like. And yeah. that was Yeah, they lived a full life. It yeah. was great. And on the coronation, his mom gave them a Babylon candle and this was like they finally decided to take to light the Babylon candle and go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where they could live forever. And they went to the stars. And the the movie literally ends where um where they have lived and still live. Mm-hmm. watching over and i i just yeah. think that's so beautiful like i it was. i think it's like one of those like love persevering kind of stories that i mm-hmm. think like makes me very yeah. like feel very like romantic mm-hmm. you know and i right. just like mm-hmm. i, like, I want to love like that you know a love yeah. that makes me feel young yeah. forever makes me feel eternal mm-hmm. um and I think it's just a very beautiful movie. I love this movie. This like yeah, 
really hits me in the feels every time. I think it's like a very perfectly done movie. I think it's a very, like, it's one of those romance movies that shows you like a good romance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I going back to the coronation one. I'm glad that his dad came with him to uh, stronghold. Stormhold. Stormhold. You know what you're you're doing. Stormhold. You're saying stronghold from Sky High. Oh, probably. You're saying yeah. strong, like real stronghold. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, stormhold. But I love that he his parents got to be mm-hmm. together again at last. Um, the pirates were front yeah. row at the coronation, which was great. And then my favorite thing, the only two mortals invited to the coronation were Humphrey and Victoria <laughs> just to watch them get crowned. Just to watch him get okay, crowned. Okay, but did you clock the fact that... Oh Humphrey yeah, and Robert G- and Captain Shakespeare are like winking at each other. Winked, yeah. Uh, Captain Shakespeare started it, and Humphrey returned. So and Victoria's <laughs> like, oh no, my yeah. husband is gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think is funny. Um, that was good. Um, so I loved that fact that just for like in good graces and all pettiness, uh, he invited Humphrey and Victoria to his fantasy yeah. coronation. I also, okay, before we close out, I want to just um, honorable mention two scenes. Mm. The one scene is the scene with Septimus and the guy who reads the runes. Because that oh, is yes. such a good scene. It like, is. The, the tension of that scene is incredible. To the guy mm-hmm. who, who mm-hmm. reads the runes, it's basically like uh, asking yes or no questions. If you throw the runes up and mm-hmm. they come up all like rune side up, Answer is yes. If they come all rune side down, answer is no. And so Septimus is like, hey, you told me this is where I needed to go for the necklace. Um, mm-hmm. That didn't work. So what's right. up? Like, let's read the runes again. But let's test it out and asks three questions mm-hmm. that he knows the answers to and sees how they land to, like, learn how to read them himself. Mm-hmm. And the last question he asks like normal he asks like have i ever um have i ever been convinced by begging or pleading to to spare a traitor's life and the runes say no and then he tells Mm -hmm. the guy to throw the runes up as high as they he possibly can and in that second Mm -hmm. he asks are you working for my brother Mm -hmm. and that shit comes down and says yes (laughs) and septimus is like kills him Oh, this is such a good yeah. scene. I'm sorry. It's so good. I'm pretty sure... Oh, I thought he killed him before they hit, because he knew the answer. <laughs> I don't remember. I always I always read it as after, but I might be mistaking this. Yeah. Um, but, like, just... It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. Because he's right. Mm-hmm. He's right. Guy killed him. Yeah. yeah I also he called think it. what's great about this scene is the way that it um, transitions to the next scene of Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer using the, the runes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. there's something the way that this movie is shot is like so comforting and like so simple mm-hmm. and beautiful um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my second um, honorable mention scene is when Septimus goes to Captain Shakespeare's ship oh, right. and there's like a whole fight but <laughs> Captain Shakespeare is in his quarters like dressed in a petticoat and like dancing around yeah um, and yeah. he is mortified and is like, oh no, my reputation. What are people going to say? Right, because that's all, not, that's his, his big, big thing. thing. He's, he's 
cultivated this image of being ruthless and, and violent. And it turns out he's not. But what I think is really mm-hmm. great is that the crew was like, yo, we knew. We knew. Mm-hmm. And we don't care. You're still a great captain. Right. We like we like yeah. you. You're our You're captain. You're our captain, mm-hmm. and we like you, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I love that. I love it so much. Yeah. I think this is... I think this was one of the, like, first movies that I watched where there was, like, a queer character where it was, like, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're happy. We love yeah. it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And there's no, like, very long, drawn-out discussion. They were just, like, you, like, we'll preserve your reputation, and also we we, we yeah. knew you're our captain then changed. Yeah. So, so I just, like, I yeah. love that. It just makes me, like, oh, nice. like, it warms my heart. And I love it so much. It's so mm-hmm. sweet. Um, so those are my, mm-hmm. like, honorable mention scenes. Because they're really good scenes. And I just wanted to, like, bring them up since they didn't, like, come up before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I highly recommend this movie. I think it's so good. And, like, I genuinely, like, I think it's, I just, I love, it's one of my favorites. And I think it's just such a strongly written film. Um, it's mm-hmm. very, like, the acting is amazing. Like, the 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 direction everything is so good about it. I don't have a single complaint about this movie ever mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. it's like a perfect like five out of like ten star movie five mm-hmm, out of five mm-hmm. ten out of ten however you want to rate it it's a perfect movie to me <laughs> nice I realized it was your favorite movie I mean you've mentioned it but since I didn't know what the movie was I'd never put it together yeah, it's like it's really up there for me um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this like practical magic like i mm-hmm. i love i love movies where um there's like a magic system kind of baked in but it's not like right excessively explained or it's mm-hmm. ju- it just feels very natural and flowing and that's what like mm-hmm, stardust mm-hmm. kind of gives that you know nothing's like yeah so overbearing it's just like it 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 feels yeah. so accessible. And I love that feeling. Right. Literally, the only magic that got explained was just they need to cut out the heart yeah. of a star to stay it, young forever. And like, that's it. it. We're good. We didn't need to operate off yeah, of anything it else. Just, it, it feels accessible in a way. And I love magic stories that just feel like so close to reality. Like it almost feels real. Magical mm-hmm, realism, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but this one, it had that really great sense yeah, of wonder. and I just love it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend. It's a beautiful love story. Definitely a great one for Valentine's Day. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess with that, we'll be with you till the end of the line. You can follow me on Twitter at the Sabrina Pet. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Ruga. And you can follow the podcast at EM Fangirls. And you can check out our website, EarthsMightyFangirls.com. And you can email us at EMFangirls at gmail.com. We're also on Tumblr now, so earthsmightysfangirls.tumblr.com. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. It's just not active, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all those places. So if you like this episode, if you like what we do, it would really help us out if you, like, left a comment, rated us. It'd be it'd just be mm-hmm. really helpful. Thank you to Dexter Britton for letting us use their song Wonderland, and thanks to us for editing and producing. And happy Valentine's Day.